Hey, welcome to the club. Before we begin, I'd like to introduce our podcast and explain what we do. We will go over mysterious and unsolved cases, a bit of the paranormal, and of course, conspiracies. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and any other podcast provider. Also, a new episode of The Cloak comes out every Monday. So don't forget to join the conversation on Facebook forward slash The Cloaked Podcast and catch us on Twitter at The Cloaked underscore. And don't forget to like and rate us. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share with your friends. And now on with the show. Drink like half my water bottle. I didn't. Yes, it you did. You guzzled. You gurgled. All right. Welcome to another episode of The Clucked. I am White Out. Hey, it's Pandora. And today we have a very odd and uh, bizarre case. It's a serial killer slash cannibal. Um, and this is for. Um, an individual named Nathaniel Bar Jonah, and so Jonah is a very odd uh, individual. I mean, that's the nicest way of putting it. <laughs> I mean, odd doesn't begin to describe yeah. it. I mean, but. <laughs> he obviously had a very weird and disturbing childhood. Um, we have here, so I'll give you the rundown. So. Um, so Jonah had, I don't know how to, how to put this. He, I mean, he was weird from the very beginning. At a young age. At a very young age, he was, as some of the teachers noticed, he was eating scabs and picking at scars and sucking on his own blood Mm -hmm. and kind of also... I guess eating other people's scabs. Like he had a little, fixation he had for a fixation for skin, skin, and blood from a person. Yeah, so you know, which is you know, obviously very odd, and it's not something that you see in people. People don't do that. Um, so you start seeing the beginnings of what we would call a cannibal. So. To give you the the thing here is that uh, I guess Jonah had already been he already had like issues right and so he was uh, frequently and he impersonated a police officer which is one of the things he did quite often to get his victims and that's kind of how he got caught as well so uh, I don't know it's his situation is very I don't know it's he had uh, kidnappings and assaults from the very beginning Um, he one of the things he did once is he tried to kill a seven year old and he tried to lure a five year old girl into his basement 
Now, this is kind of like the very beginning of when he kind of started doing these type of things. So, let's see. When he lured the five-year-old girl into his basement, he attempted to strangle her, but was stopped by the girl's mother when she heard her screams. Um, at, uh, at the time, he was 13, so he started really no, young. He was, he was seven. He was seven? Hold on. yeah, yeah. No, was, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. He was seven. He, he lured was seven. a five-year-old. So at seven, he, he already started doing this. Tried yeah. to kill someone. And so when he was thirteen, he actually tried to do something similar, but with a six-year-old boy. He sexually assaulted him, and he tried once again, again a couple of years later, with two other boys, intending to uh, kill them, but the boys wouldn't. They wouldn't follow him to wherever he was they going. They got suspicious. They got yeah. Obviously, they caught on, and so he, uh, these two uh, young boys tried to. Uh, they managed to escape, and so the next thing we have here that was documented when he was eighteen, uh, it was believed that he first time he uh, is when he impersonated an officer in order to assault another child. Now, the child was found in a car and covered in blood uh, of his own, uh, what is it called? Um, I guess he was stabbed. He was and he bloodied and covered in his own, like, urine and... Yeah, so he almost died, right? He's nearly dead. Um, so he... He had assaulted him, basically. Yeah. So he impersonated this officer, and so he did this several times throughout this year. Um, and at the age of 20, he kept doing this. He was then charged with attempted murder and receiving the maximum sentence. Um, so what ends up happening, I guess, when he was, uh, I guess, in, in prison, uh, he changed his name to David Paul Brown. Oh, from David Parr Brown to Nathaniel Benjamin Levy Bar Jon- Jonah. That's kind of a weird ass long name. Um, that, I don't know, I guess it was, it was something weird to kind of do. Um, he was in- interviewed by a Dr. Michael Stone, and Stone kind of categorized him as a very evil individual. Like, he obviously he knew right away that was something wrong with this with this guy. He was very dangerous, and even though he marked him uh, as very dangerous, um, the state had not provided enough evidence to prove that Barjona was still dangerous. So even though the doctor said this dude, mm-hmm. he's real dangerous. You shouldn't let him out. Like that's something really state, twisted about this guy. Yeah, the state actually released him. They gave him an early release kind of a thing. That's what weirds me out is that I feel like he got a lot of uh, chances where he kind of slipped through the cracks. Oh, yeah, definitely. Even though he was clearly, like, really jacked up from... Like, this is probably not one of those people you could have rehabilitated. Yeah, I mean, obviously there was something wrong with him. Um, so so get this. So after about a month that he's released, he, I mean, this guy was f- morbidly overweight. He was fat. I mean, he was really fat. And I can say that because I'm fat. And so <laughs> <laughs> he was he was obese, right? And so at age 34, he had he had already been uh, considered morbidly obese. 
So uh, Barjona saw a seven-year-old boy sit in his car alone, right? This kid is sitting in his car alone, and he jumps into the car with this kid and decides to kill this kid by sitting on him. Yeah. Let me, let me, let me say that again. Which he can he do because he's big. He's a fat dude who tried to kill a kid, a seven-year-old boy, by sitting on him. I mean, sitting on him, right? So the boy's mother saw this, and another individual, they both ran up to the car, and I guess at this point is when um, Bar Jonah takes off running, right? Uh, he is later apprehended and arrested, and he said that he was trying, <laughs> his excuse was that he was trying to escape the rain. By, by entering a random car. person's car and sitting on a child. Yes. I'm like, what? Like, who Who does that? Like, some real quick thinking that's, there. <laughs> that's the best thing you can say is, yo, I was trying to escape the rain and this is what happened. But um, he later admitted, like, no, I was yes. tr- trying to kill the kid, actually. He was like, no, yeah, yeah, I was actually trying to kill this kid. Uh, but, I mean, this is, this is a very... Um, not normal person. I mean, he was uh, convicted of pedophilia and suspected of serial killer, again, cannibal. Um, he, I guess, again, he frequently impersonated an officer to try to lower these kids and kind of like get kind of his way because he's dressed as, as somebody who is of, of authority. And, of course... Kids, they're they're told, you know, oh, if you're lost or something happens, to go to a police officer because mm-hmm. they're there to serve and protect, right? And kids are told this. Yeah, they're not, they're it's not a told person to, you're like, supposed to trust as yes, a child. They're, as a child, that's a person you're you're supposed to trust, and so these kids kind of already have that built into them, and so you know they'll 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 think, well, this kid, you know, is going to trust a, pol- a police officer. So, um, we skip on, and I guess um, not long after his, his release, a 10-year-old boy was reported missing. Now, eyewitnesses claimed that he had been, uh, he had been seen in an alleyway around the neighborhood. Another eyewitness saw him follow a very fat man, <laughs> and a very obese man, uh, which... <laughs> You know, uh, match Bar Jonah's uh, description, and that the boy seemed kind of distressed, um, and that you know he saw this boy kind of with this man. So, and and that was kind of one of the last eyewitness eyewitnesses to see the missing boy uh, with this uh, with Bar Jonah, and so the police actually knew who this was. They they knew who this description matched. They knew right away. Like he's already on their radar. Yeah, he's already on their radar. And so they went to his apartment. And when they did, conducted the search, they found a list of names, which included previous victims, the missing boy. Get this. The missing boy was on the list, um, which followed by the word died. So... Like that what, one didn't make it. Yeah. Like, obviously, he did something and then this boy died or something happened, right? That he's categorized him as died or, or did. Um, 
They found newspaper clippings uh, regarding the case all over his apartment. So he had obviously knew what he kept was track of his track. victims, yes, basically like, like something like that, right? I mean, you can assume that that's what he's doing. He's mementos. I don't know. And so he also they found clothes in his apartment of the kid, which is, I mean, like, so like the smoking gun, know, basically you, yes, everything. I mean, you have the clothes that match that what this kid was wearing the day he was, the day he disappeared. So they also, this is where it gets bizarre because as far as we knew, I mean, he was obviously a serial killer and a pedophile, but this is kind of where it goes into some real dark areas. When they found this notebook, and in this notebook, it was coded in some kind of writing. And it took the police and FBI a couple of months for them to crack down. And they figured it out. And eventually, when they figured it out, they found some very disturbing information on this notebook, which already kind of solidified what they believed was hap- what was happening. And what it was, there were cooking recipes. Mm-hmm. cannibalism cooking res- recipes which a lot of them had very uh, detailed descriptions of what body parts of the children involved such recipes um, I, I will say it, but you know it's kind of fucking it's out there but um, some of these titles were called little boy pot pie Mm-hmm. And roasted child. That's just That's some to name shit. to name a few. Uh, that was the some of the recipes. And there's the cookouts. Oh, and it gets yes. So <laughs> uh, yeah, I would hate to have been a neighbor at the finding out this. I don't know. So he apparently had quite the appetite, right? He's uh, over three hundred pounds. He extremely big guy, and he was known around the neighborhood, and he was known very well with his neighbors of throwing some pretty big barbecues. Mm-hmm. And I presume you can guess where this is going. And so his neighbors frequent his barbecues, and. Some of them would say that the meat tasted strange. Yeah. A little foreign. Uh, he would yeah. say that he had gone deer hunting and that it was deer meat in the dishes. But it doesn't add up because he didn't own a rifle or hunting license. And he hadn't been deer hunting like ever. Mm, yes. So the police had done a search later on. Right. And they find a big meat grinder, mm-hmm. a big meat grinder in his, uh, in his apartment, which they later tested for the residue that was found, and and uh, it, it matched with uh, human DNA. Yeah. It, so it had hair. They had hair. It belonged to an African American male, mm-hmm. but did not belong to him, obviously. Right. So, so, who the fuck was that? Who was it? Um, they found several DNA, and unfortunately, they weren't able to match it 
to the missing boy, but they weren't able to match it to really anyone. I mean, but it was definitely human DNA. So these people were being fed another person. I mean, they were being fed these missing kids. He was serving stuff like burgers, spaghetti, chili, meat pies, and casseroles to his guests. And there is actually a woman that he served some of this meat to. She said that she found the taste of it kind of repulsive, and he said that he had personally hunted, killed, butchered, and wrapped the meat of the deer. And he actually was later accused of molesting the same woman's son. Wow. That's, I mean, that's... This is like, mind-blowing. Yeah, this is my... Uh, yeah. So, obviously, he... You know, some issues there, right? And um, what also kind of led the officers to is that... Um, he hadn't he hadn't been to the market in a while. Yeah, for such a big dude, big like his guy. grocery shopping habits were kind of were not almost non-existent. Non-existent for yeah. sustainable things that you would think he'd be. Though they did find that he had purchased small ingredients, small ingredients such as uh, for baking. Um, they f- no meat ever, mm-hmm. ever since. But yet release. he's serving meat to people. So and he's serving meat to people. And he doesn't hunt. Not and like he says he does. He does not hunt. So what is what is happening here? You know what I mean? I think we know. Yeah. So we yeah. I mean, you could obviously suspect what is definitely happening. So we get to um, I guess the big case here with uh, with Jonah, and that was the the Zach Ramsey disappearance, uh, which police made the arrest on Bar Jonah and was found because he was near the school. And when they found him, they found him dressed as a officer of the law, and he was carrying a stun gun and pepper spray, right? Yeah, so he was carrying a stun gun and pepper spray, and uh, they believe that he may have at first tried to run this boy over with his car, because uh, there's witnesses saying that they saw a white car coming close to hitting the boy. And then it was later confirmed that uh, Jonah had access to his mother's car, which pretty much matched the description of this vehicle that they saw that almost hit the kid. Mm-hmm. And uh, around the same time that this boy disappeared, he had been seen standing around by this like dumpster area wearing a police uniform, matching the pattern of the impersonations that he was known for doing. Right. And... Uh, you know, the, he was supposed to have been tried for this murder, but the child's mother, I guess, never really cooperated with the police. Yeah. She kept wanting to believe the kid was still alive. But, I mean, that aside, when they were investigating into Zach Ramsey's disappearance, they found this word, uh, Tita, T-I-T-A, in his garage. So they had sprayed, like, the phosphorus chemical mm. on the walls, and so that word came up. They think it's a misspelling of... Tita, T-E-T-A, which was the surname of another boy that had been kidnapped 13 years before, which at the time uh, Jonah would have been 16. Hmm. And this boy had been found dead, uh, strangled, assaulted. And that's when they found a huge list of names that were written down, which they pretty much assumed these were all his victims, his his prior victims. Yeah. Um, So he eventually got 
arrested for impersonating a law official, but um, they also found pictures of children, a bone belonging to a boy, and then he got charged for kidnapping and sexual assault and charged with torture. Uh, but with a lot of his crimes, the statute of limitations had already expired. Because mm-hmm. he kept slipping through the cracks. Yeah, he kept slipping through the cracks. Uh, so little detail was known about some of the stuff. Um, but I believe he's still uh, he's still incarcerated. He's dead. Oh, is he? Where did yeah. he die? Uh, no surprise, heart attack. Well then. Well, he was basically never going to get out because he got sentenced to 130 years. So... I mean... He- Probably. He only lived to age 51. Damn. Yeah. But this guy. That's a horrible individual. That's like I he... Mean, it's a perfect storm of everything fucked up. Like yeah. he has the pedophilia thing going and the kidnapping and the assault and all that. And then the, mm-hmm. like cannibalism on top of that. Yeah, I mean, and then like feeding it to other people. It's like what? Like that it was beyond. That is just so wrong in so many levels. I wonder what his childhood was. Like what led him to this? Yeah, because like to, he was obviously messed Not up in right. the head yeah. early on. So I'm like, oh, was born like definitely. with something really loose or? Or was it like his... A product of his environment? Yeah, a product of his environment. I mean, unfortunately, we'll never know. I mean, there's no other information as far as his... And any interview being done or any conversations he may have had with other people besides the information that we know with the teachers and that we know that information because that exists and his profile as a student, because um, the teachers complained about some of the stuff that he was doing um, in class and with other kids. And so that's pretty much what we have um, as far as the information of Bar Jonah. But uh, such a bizarre case, you know, it's very unfortunate and it sucks that, again, another one of these. Like, how many fucking kids had individuals. died? Yeah, like, slipping through those fucking cracks. I mean, obviously there's something wrong with this kid. I mean, when he was a kid, he should have kept an eye on him even more. Um, you know, that's very different from your troubled kids who tag or misbehave or shout out or something. This is hugely different. I mean, this wasn't just, you know, this kid wasn't just, like, eating his own scabs but, and sucking on his own blood, but I don't know. Like, uh, I'm lost for words on this. That this is one of those things where... Like, I, yeah, I can't find anything on, like, as far as what could have led him to be that way. Yeah. Like, I mean, you, as a kid, like, maybe there's other kids out there who ate their own scab and that's freaking gross but like it didn't escalate yeah. past that like you didn't keep doing it and then develop a taste for, for human flesh, flesh and then decide right. to hunt and kill your own like yeah go on hunting <laughs> and you know eat kids and then feed them to your neighbors fucking insane well hopefully you enjoyed this episode as bizarre as that is um 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm not gonna enjoy it. Uh, yeah, I don't know about enjoy it, but uh, hopefully, um, you like the information we've provided on this case. Uh, and I guess uh, we'll, we'll see you on the next episode, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll next see you on the next episode. Hopefully, you enjoyed this episode. And again, don't forget to share, like, and uh, you know, retweet. You know, to other people and give us a good rating. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>